Coming up on this bonus episode of the Super Pessis Roundup podcast, we talk to Kimo Carlson of Mansa Pepe. And welcome to a bonus episode of the Super Pessis Roundup podcast. And joining me today is a current player who plays for the most recent team to join Super Pessis, and that is Kimo Carlson of Mansa PP. Um, Kimo, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Let's have, have a nice conversation. It's great. I wanted to talk um, a little bit about yourself, first of all, if that's okay, to help people understand uh, who you are as a player, a little bit about your history, before talking about the team itself that you're currently with, and uh, then moving on, talking a little bit about how the season uh, is unfolding at the moment, and obviously how the rules have slightly changed um, with the impact of coronavirus. Um, So, first of all, Kimo, how did you first get... Uh, interested or involved in Peso Palo? Uh, it was mid-90s, 95, I think, was the first first year I actually played for Peso Palo in Yvaskula. I'm from Yvaskula, and then there was Yvaskula and Kiri had a very good team that year, and we had a group of boys in my class. Summertimes we played Finnish baseball, Peso Palo, and, and uh, wintertime we played ice hockey, and it was very natural go with the boys and have fun with the game and the game itself was very interesting and exciting and actually i'm i'm the only one who uh, resumed playing pesapalla over ice hockey all the other boys uh, they choose ice hockey and but i was the different one <laughs> <laughs> well um yubiskola is, uh, is is quite a historic uh, place for pesapalo and um i don't know if you've seen uh, announced actually today, um, but there's going to be a new uh, team formed from Yuviskula, uh, hopefully for the um, aiming for Super Pesis in the future. So there's a lot of history uh, around there, and it's, it's really interesting you say that most of your friends chose ice hockey over um, Pesapalo, but you've uh, you've built a career uh, in Pesapalo. So you mentioned um, Yuviskula and Kiri. It's right that you've also played for Hüving Kantako as well? Yeah, uh, obviously I'm from Yvaskula and I grew up with Yvaskula and Kiri. And then I, 2012, I moved to first time to Hyvinkää for play, play for two years. And uh, then I came back to Kiri for two years. And then oh, again, again I played uh, 2017 and 2018 at Pahko Hyvinkää. So I've, I've gone... Uh, to Uvascular and Huvinka. And um, one of the things that uh, a lot of people who either read my blog or, or um, download the podcast um, want to know is what the different ty- uh, teams are like, um, what the kind of personalities of the teams are, the histories and things. 
Um, we talked a little bit about um, Yudhiskula being this it's quite historic um, city for, for Pespalo. Um, but in terms of Hervinka as well, one of the things I uh, looked at was, was the rich history um, there also. Um, how did you find playing for uh, Hervinka? Uh, I think it was a little bit same like Yudhiskula. Like you said, there is a rich history and, and uh, some things that are coming along with the history. But I, but I did enjoy playing for Hyvinka and there is always a difference with the home venues. There is a very open space in Pihkala, Hyvinka. You can hit home runs anywhere, so it's, it is one of the legendary venues to play as a follow. And Obviously, you've, you you played a number of years um, now in uh, Super Paces. Are there any favourite moments that you have? Any any particular points that really stand out for you? Uh, I think one of the most memorable moment was when we were playing with Yvaskula and Kiri against Kovola in the fifth and decisive quarterfinal in 2015. There was uh, Kiri had had two bad seasons earlier they were battling against relegation and then 2015 we managed to play very good good season and we got to the semi-finals and the fifth game in Yvaskula was something different the, the home home atmosphere and everything it was like a dream come true for a little Yvaskula boy <laughs> well I can imagine um You've mentioned um, ice hockey also um, having been a, a bit of a passion of yours when, when you were younger. One of the kind of things you you know you and your friends used to play. Um, are there any other sports or activities that you enjoy or you, you support? Well, uh, not not very much at the moment. Uh, uh, not very much other sports, but I started playing a little bit of golf. Golf and trying to build maybe next career on the, on the golf courses. But, uh, and the, uh, of, of course, I watch a lot of sports at home. I, I, watch, uh, I like football and I, I do support English team Arsenal. And it's been a little bit tough, tough few years yeah. in supporting Arsenal, but maybe everything goes well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mikko. Um, Pirhan and my uh, my co-host on the the usual show said uh, he uh, uh, he said you supported Arsenal. Obviously, he's a Liverpool fan, so he's uh, he's been very vocal on Twitter at the moment about that. Yeah, uh, everyone has been, but he can he can have his <laughs> moment. So I wanted to move on and, and talk about the team that you're with now, uh, and that's uh, Monza Pepe, and they're based in Tampere, aren't they? Yeah. And last year. Mansa were in Urkuspesis, and they, for me, they they really stood out as being uh, a cut above the rest of the league, um, and it, it was clear that uh, you'd have a, a fair chance of of staying up in Superpesis this year. Of course, now there's no relegation for for 2020, but um, how did you find that uh, that season last year um, in Urkuspesis? Obviously, it was a great year when you play 24 games and lost only once. So you can say it was very successful and I really enjoyed it. I'm very happy that I made the decision to come to 
Tampereen already last year to play in ykköspösisön. It really like fired up the passion again with the Pesapallo. It was great to have that kind of season. Well, one of the things that uh, a lot of players that I've uh, I've either spoken to or I've I've uh, read about uh, have talked about when they move to a different team or a different town or city, um, it's the challenge that they like to take on it, and it really fires them up. Uh, and it certainly seems like the move to to Tampere, um gave you that same feeling. What is it like playing for Mansa? I have to say it's uh, uh, quite different when you compare the Hyvinka or Jyväskylä where there is the rich history and all that. Because here in Tampere we are building the history right now. We are creating the club is learning all the time and it's been something like 10 years or how long it has been Mansetepe was founded. So it's a very new club and Everything is still growing and it is very refreshing to be here, be part of the process of making Tampere a big factor in Superbasis. And one of the things I've talked about on some of the other uh, podcast episodes is the fact that Tampere is it's a city. It's it's a large city, unlike say like Vimpelli or Sotkamo, where you know it's they're quite small towns and villages. Um, how, how have you found playing in, in a big city like Tampere? I know, I know obviously you're from Yuviskula, um originally, but do, do you sense a difference? Uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, the Tampere is a big city in scale of Finland, whole Finland, so there is a lot of people around. And uh, I, I do like very much being here. It's uh, The crowd is very noisy. They do support the home team, and uh, it's it's great. It's like I don't know something like a little bit like the uh, smaller village thing. They are very passionate about the Mansepepe, the fans, and, uh, and the home crowd is very supportive. So it, it's great to see, uh, even in such a big city, people coming out, being supportive, being really vocal, like you say, uh, in the stands. I know. Um, when they visited you recently, they they commented on how you know passionate the the home supporters were and and how well they uh, they enjoyed their uh, their time at, at your venue. So, what is the setup be- behind the team like? What what what's the kind of the backroom scene? Because um, the impression I get about Mansa is that they're they're quite future and forward looking they want to um they want to be in super basis and they want to stay there and and they're really making strides to to make sure that's the case uh, what's your take on that yeah i i do think same way you see the thing it's it is very somebody is very interesting place to live and you have a lot of job opportunities and all of that so as a player point of view I think it's very, very good place to be here in Tampere and play for Pesapallo for Manzepepe. So I do think that this Manzepepe will grow, grow up a big team in Superbasis years ago. One of the things a lot of people um, ask me or some of the other people who, who do the show is 
who they should support. Um, I live in the UK. There's a lot of people who live in, for example, America, um, who I know read the blog and, and download the podcast. And they obviously, they, they're coming to the sport quite fresh. They don't necessarily know a lot of the teams or, or players. So one question they ask is, why should they support particular teams? It might it might be a bit of a difficult question for you, but why why do you think people should come and support uh, Mansa? Uh, I think we have a this year we have a very good mix of players. We have young talents coming through and uh, superstars like Juhaniemi, and uh, I think we we are going to be a very surprising team in the league. We are not like uh, usual promotion team that has promoted last year. We have a lot of experience in the team and we have Matti Varinen as a head coach who is very good at tactics. So we are going to be a very attacking team also. So we are trying to, as they say, it's like entertainment and wild pieces. <laughs> well, I, I, I've certainly got that sense from from some of the games so far this uh this season i mean just from the the, the few games that uh Monster have played it's been absolutely fantastic to watch um some of it's been quite gripping and at points even against uh teams you'd expect higher up in the table like uh Govala, you thought yeah you know there's there's a chance here Mansa might nip it there could be something here and it's been really exciting to see um for me, the the first time that I I got to to see the team was during the uh, Holly SM uh, games earlier this year, and uh, you beat uh, Hervinkan Tarko, um, which was a a, a really big uh, result for you guys, and it it looked to me as though you weren't going to be pushovers in the league. You weren't going to be this team that was just content with making your way through the lower end of the table that you wanted to challenge for games you really wanted to go out there and and win and one of the uh, interesting points you raised is uh, Mati Ivarinen um a lot of players hold him in very high regard uh, as a game manager uh, how have you found playing under him oh it's been it's been very very great i like style and how he prepares the team and the passion he has over the game so I do think he's a great coach uh, we know exactly how we want to play we have made of course some mistakes during the first three games but we have overall we have the basics are there how we want to play and as we as the summer goes on and the games get we get know each other even better all the way because uh, the team has changed obviously uh, quite a lot from the last years. But uh, uh, Matti and the other coaching staff is doing a fantastic job. One of the other names you you mentioned um, was Johan um who obviously comes from uh, Jonsson Myler uh, as a champion. Um, he is a big name to add to, to Mansa and he, he really um, proved his worth the other day there was a there was a huge belt that <laughs> of a hit that he he took to um to bring in some runners and he actually said he took some power off um how do you think he's fitting into the team 
uh, he is fitting very well. He's a nice guy and uh, obviously a very good, very good baseball yeah, player. And he's uh, that kind of player that everyone wants wants to have in a team. He has there is always possibility for for runs in a one hit because he hits so hard and it's it's uh, very nice to finally be in on the same side with Juha playing all these years against him. Well, I'm going to take a, a very short break now. Um, and we'll, when we come back, we'll be talking a little bit more about this season and the rules uh, and how everything's been impacted by coronavirus. Okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, still joined um, by my special guest uh, Kimo Carlson. Um, this uh, season, it's it's not the first season in Super Pesos for you, as we talked about before, but for for Mansa it is. So a lot of your teammates um, are experiencing Super Pesos for the first time. Personally, I think you've done rather well as a team in the first few games. You performed pretty well. Um, it, even against some really big names. For me, one of the key um, points that have, uh, have risen is the win that you had against uh, Kankampan Myla uh, the other day. You've got a win in the column now. Um, it, it was left rather late in the day to, to uh, come back um, uh, and win the game. But I think that ties in with something you said before about exciting uh, Pespalo. What's your take on on the game in Kampan? Uh, it was a quite tough game. We didn't play as well as we played uh, earlier two games against Kowala. We we had the basic playing at the outfield good enough that we hung up there and we had the chance and we finally took it in the last war to to hit the runs needed to win the uh, second. Period and and then finally the whole game. As is is like that sometimes one one hit can light up the team and get you to the right mood to win the game and that's exactly what happened in the final final moment of the game where it was possible and very glad we took the thing, took the win. It's massive to get the first win under the belt. It was in a, a Kotiotuskil Pilo, which is a, a scoring contest um, that won it. But f- f- for those who are listening who, who quite don't know the rules, it's um, it's almost like a penalty shootout. There are five pairs of, of hitters and runners. The runner's on third and the hitter is obviously um, in the batting area. Um, it's whoever gets the most runners out of those pairs of five in the Kotiotuskil Pilo that wins the game in the Kankampa game you guys brought home three runners and they couldn't bring home any um do you think that that's a bit of a strength that your team has in terms of the scoring contest uh well the scoring contest is always uh, hard to say it's always a little bit like flipping a coin flipping, of course you try your best and uh, have some tactics for the scoring contest but 
at the end of the day, it's always anyone can win scoring contest. We did very well. We started by making the three three runs in our turn, and then we were out outfield. It's, it is quite safe to play when you score three runs in the start of the uh, scoring contest. So it, it was very well played for the team. And obviously, um, this year is quite a different season. You know, we're seeing which teams play which other teams. It is not usually like it is. It's a shortened season, and it's all due to the uh, coronavirus um, pandemic. I wanted to to ask first of all. Obviously, there was there was a period where we didn't know if there was going to be any baseball even played this year. Um, and training was impossible uh, in groups uh, to start off with. Um, how did you manage to stay in touch with the team and, and keep yourself trained? Uh, well, well, it, it was it was a very difficult time. We had uh, these uh, meetings in Skype or Teams or Zoom, like uh, once a week. We had this one home exercise we did. Every Sunday, with the, all the guys in the in the computer, <laughs> uh, recording themselves. So it was obviously a very different different time and a difficult time. All the all the training facilities were closed, and you just try to run outside and do some home exercises and do your best, keep yourself fit, and uh, and maybe one day. That we will play, and now the day has come that we will play. And uh, we had a from the start of June, we when the rest restrictions were a little bit allowed to uh, have uh, groups of ten training. So we came to Tampere. We had uh, something like forty-two training sessions in the June, so it was uh, very important to have that four weeks with the team, training very much, and doing stuff together to get uh, ready for the start of July, when the game started. And a lot of people have um, kind of preparation um, regimes or or, um, plans on how they get ready for a season. Um, Did you have a plan to get ready for the season this year or, or was it just you had to wait and see how things would unfold with the virus? Uh, we, of course, we had uh, uh, trainings all the time. The coaches sent us sent us the things to do and how you can do. I live in Uvascular wintertime and we have a, a few other players who doesn't live in Tampere. So try to arrange yourself uh, possibilities to train and yeah, do it best way you can in that very 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 different time but we I think we have done very good job and the players are in a good shape shapes to start the season well in terms of the games so far that we've had obviously some of the rules are, are, are different because um, we no longer have the Hutun uh, Kaito the um, uh, contest to, to see who uh, decides who bats first and second with the bat. Uh, it's now a coin toss. 
Um, there, there are other kind of rules on um, being socially distant or, or sitting in certain places on buses and things like that. Um, how have you found the the rules and, and everything at the moment? Um, well, I don't think it's it, it, it doesn't have a very big impact to the game itself. So I think everything is going very well and uh, we have to have this some new rules, but that's the way the world is going right now. And we have adapted to the situation at the time here in in Finland. The situation of the virus is quite good, so we can live nearly normal life and train and play. I'm not very uh, afraid of the virus, obviously, uh, right now the situation is good. And one of the key um, rules so far has been actually which teams you will play. So uh, Tampere are in the south group, so they won't play any of the teams in the north in the regular season. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So in terms of the north, obviously it's um, Campele, um, Patioin, Sotkamo. Um, teams like that. Is there any of those teams that you would want to play in the regular season that you're going to miss playing at this point in the season? Uh, well, for me personally, I don't know. Of course, Sotkamo is a legendary, legendary team to, uh, to play against, but uh, I don't mind it. Uh, <laughs> our away, away games, the trip, trips are a lot a lot uh, shorter now and the longest bus rides um, are gone for the regular season so for me it's not that big thing but when we get to the playoffs like we are going with Manse Pepe so that's then the whole new game and then we have to face whoever whoever chooses to play against because there is this new rule there Teams number one, two, and three can choose their opponents to the to the playoff games. So well, it's interesting you you, you mentioned um, making the playoffs um, in one of the earlier podcasts. Um, my prediction was that you would make the playoffs. <laughs> so um, I, you you've got me in your corner there, supporting you for that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the aim aim for. For our team to go to the playoffs, and then of course when you go get to the playoffs, nobody, nobody wants to lose any games. So that's the whole different thing then. But first of all, we are aiming for the playoffs in the regular season. If we imagine that the um, the top three teams from last year finish in the same spots this year, so uh, that was um, uh, Vimpeli, Sotkamo, and Govla. Um, who would you like to, if assuming you may also make the playoffs, who would you like to pick playing against? Uh, I have to say I like like playing against Gowola, so maybe oh, out of those those three, maybe Gowola is good good for our team. Well, it's um, it's also a, a rather interesting point that um, Ante Harpasala raised on our, our last podcast that we did about 
teams that you have played in the regular season and teams that you won't have played, whether you'll know more about your opponent having played them uh, and maybe you'll find a way to win those games uh, in the postseason as opposed to picking somebody who you hadn't played. Because uh, as you say, this year the top three teams get to choose their first round uh, opponents from fifth to eighth. Um, the games so far, we've o- we've only had a few, um, but do you have any particular uh, favourite moments from those games? Uh, I have to say the first home game in, in a whole whole event, it was great. The, the, the home crowd was noisy and the, there was, the team was very fired up and it, I really enjoyed the whole game. Sad we didn't get any points, points but uh, maybe the first home game, it was very something exceptional to play. First time in a Super Pesis and the home crowd was had waited for it for from the last year as we promoted. So I think that was and also the first win is also a massive thing. Well, uh, Kimo Carlson, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast uh, today. Thank you very much for, for giving up your time. Kito Spalion. Um, thank you. And I want to wish you all the best of luck for the season, not just because I've picked you to finish somewhere in the top eight, <laughs> but uh, it, it'll be great to see uh, Dampere uh, really shake things up in, in the league. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And if you want to find out more uh, about Superpesis in English, uh, you can visit our blog, which is superpesisroundup.blogspot.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at superpesisr. Please like or subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. But from me, Ian Alba, goodbye. That's hidden far away Don't be afraid